I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette, uh, joined on this Voice of Business, as always, by Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Thanks, Dave, and appreciate very much the Telegram uh, facilitating this segment and Fidelity Bank for sponsoring the, the Voice of Business. Uh, when we talked last week, uh, we uh, we touched on a couple of uh, couple of events that were upcoming, and those events are now in the past. Uh, so, walk us through how they went. Uh, two events uh, that that went extremely well for our president's council. Uh, the, the chamber hosted uh, Joe Boncori, who's the new president and CEO of the. Uh, Mass Bio, which is the lobbying and, and uh, advocacy organization for the life science industry here in Massachusetts, and they, you know, have a presence at the state house and in Washington D.C. to advocate for the interests of the life sciences and biotech industry. And um, you know, uh, that is a major uh, sector of the economy <coughs> that has really grown in Massachusetts over the last forty plus years, and we've seen that in Worcester. Worcester's been a beneficiary of that, whether it be. Uh, AbV, you know, employing over you know thousand people and having a major facility here, uh, and then spilling into the UMass Science Park, uh, where, where they've taken up space. Some emerging companies uh, and uh, places like MBI, Mass Biomedical Initiatives, which has become an incubator and grown a number of life sciences companies that 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 have added to the jobs in the region and and in Massachusetts. So. Uh, we hosted Joe Boncori to talk about some of the issues and opportunities that exist here in Massachusetts and in Boston. And then uh, just uh, a few days later, we hosted at our quarterly breakfast club, uh, back in person. The la- this is another one that was back in person event. We hosted 200 uh, plus people up at the College of the Holy Cross where Ken Turner who's the president and CEO for a little over a year now for the Massachusetts Life Sciences Center, which is a quasi-governmental organization which gives out grants to promising life sciences companies and ideas and uh, brick-and-mortar grants for life sciences companies that are growing and expanding and adding jobs. Yeah, and talk about uh, talk about his uh, his talk. Uh, obviously, very well received, big crowd in person. Uh, talk about some of the things that he touched on. Yeah, no, I'd love to do that. And and uh, but you know, there's one thing that Joe Boncori mentioned. You know, we're, we're we're hopefully, God willing, getting this you know behind us both the the COVID nineteen, the Omicron vari- the variation variant. Um, but Joe Boncori made a comment that there were over 90 Massachusetts companies that were involved in some shape, manner, or form on coming up with the vaccine. Moderna, uh, J&J, and uh, uh, Pfizer. Uh, 92 Massachusetts companies involved in that historic Operation Warp Speed, which really kind of is, is, is really something. And, and – uh, uh, I, you know, I thought of that in the context of Ken Turner when he spoke at our event, and he talked how, about how the, the, the life sciences industry, it, it's how fast it is growing. And, and the one data point that really blew me away from Ken's remarks is that over the next three years, it's estimated that there'll be 40,000 new jobs in the life sciences biotech industry, and I include biomanufacturing in that. And uh, that, you know, means there's a lot of companies worldwide and local companies investing in the Commonwealth. It means that is we are a place where places like MBI are growing new ideas and, and new re- research and development concepts to for a whole host of, you know, cures and therapies that are needed to combat d- diseases um, and cha- medical challenges that families and individuals face. 
but it's also a real challenge for us in terms of that workforce. Yeah, and you know, and Ken uh, Ken Turner, president and CEO of the Mass Life Sciences Center. Uh, the event was at Holy Cross, and, and Marco uh, Cardellano, who who covered it for the Telegram, um, thought I thought he he really led his story uh, with uh, one of his key takeaways is, and that's uh, Turner's. Uh, sort of opinion that uh, Worcester has the potential to be the next Kendall Square. Right. Uh, and I thought that was a pretty strong statement. It is. And, and the question is, you know, how do we prepare for that? And, and it's, you know, making sure that we've got pad-ready sites here in the city, both to accommodate the biomanufacturing and the WBDC has been the lead uh, developer. Uh, the city, the Chamber, MBI partnered with their development proposal to get that surplus state property. And they've created uh, pad-ready sites for biomanufacturing. A Chinese biomanufacturer is uh, under construction as we speak. And some of the site work has been done by Galaxy development for another parcel. So we think the biomanufacturing, we've created some pad-ready sites, but we need to create more pad-ready sites, build life sciences buildings on spec, because one of the things that both Joe Boncori talked about and Ken Turner, as these companies are growing and these major life sciences and biopharma companies are investing money in Massachusetts, they don't want to wait 18 months to get into a building. They want to start that research if they can within in a new facility in six to 12 months. Yeah. And, and one of the things that, that Turner pointed out, he said, you know, that uh, that this sector has the potential to create, you know, as many as forty thousand jobs um, in the next three years. Uh, and while that's an exciting prospect, filling those positions can be kind of a scary thing. No, w- without a doubt. And and that's you know where I think with a new superintendent coming in in Worcester, uh, with uh, our, some college presidents, uh, you know, n- new college presidents, and and some you know uh, vacancies happening. You know, we really need kind of an all hands on deck. And I, I do think sometimes there's a, a misnomer out there, or there's an impression that everybody in the life sciences industry needs an advanced degree in biochemistry or 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 in biology or you know research. This jobs up and down the line, whether it be the facilities maintenance and and and, and tech type of jobs to the. Uh, 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 research, you know, to the administrative aspect of this, the IT aspect of this. So there's a range of jobs, never mind the supply chain. So, you know, with 25, 26,000 students in the Worcester Public Schools, with 30,000 college students, you know, what can we do to, to streamline worker retraining opportunities at Worcester Technical High School and other places in Quinsig? So we really need to be looking at this, I think, in a, in a, in a, in a more focused way. Uh, than maybe we have in the past. And Ken said that uh, in his talk, he said that uh, you were actually one of the first people to reach out to him after he landed the position. What 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 did that conversation go like? Well, you know, we were lucky when I was Lieutenant Governor. Ken Turner served, served as our Deputy Secretary of Veteran Services. Uh, he's a Navy veteran, uh, worked on a nuclear nuclear submarine, uh, was was a, a naval officer, really squared away, uh, dynamic individual, and we were really lucky to have him. And then he went over to Dyn- to, to, to Massport to lead some of their efforts in uh, making sure that they had uh, more diversity in their contracting. And, and uh, so he's just a can-do guy. And as soon as I heard that he was named as the new head of the Mass Life Science Center, I called him and said, Ken, you know, there's going to be a lot of people in Boston and Cambridge who are going to want all your attention and the money from the Mass Life Sciences Center. We've got to get you here to Worcester to make sure you, you know, you're fully aware of, of the range of companies and, and what's going on here. And without a beat, even during COVID, he came out. 
He met with the leadership at UMass Medical Chan, UMass Medical Chan, uh, UMass Chan Medical School. We met with MBI. We met with the WBDC about the reactory because uh, and WPI. We really wanted him to you know make sure that he early on got a full appreciation of the breadth of the of what's happening out here and. Uh, it didn't take long to convince him. I, I, I think he's on board, as he mentioned yesterday. He, when he mentioned the other day when he was here, um, you know, he's been out here five times. And the good news is, when he came to the chamber event, our breakfast club, he announced five million dollars. There was the state was giving out twenty eight grants through the Mass Life Sciences Center, uh, the uh, UMass uh, uh, Chan Medical two million dollar grant, an MBI a three million dollar grant for to further expand their incubator, which is growing way ahead of schedule. Uh, so those were two exciting announcements that had some some meat on the bone, if you will, to further the, the further the, the industry growth here. And obviously, you know, uh, Ken is Boston based, and I thought John Weaver's comments, you know, that Worcester's on fire, and it's um, and really Boston's success becomes Worcester's success. So it's not in. It's not an either or, it's sort of, uh, it, there's an and in there, right? So as I think uh, John pointed out, that is, you know, uh, there's only so much room inside of, of, of 95. And as, as, you know, as the industry expands outward, Worcester becomes uh, just such an attractive place for, these, for this business. It, it, it absolutely is. And the, so the question is, you know, how are we creating pad-ready sites? You know, uh, in Worcester and in the towns, and and then and how are we aligning again in the city and in the towns? Some of our uh, governmental policy regulatory process this is to take advantage of this. We know that the other element of this is employees want to work in a place that's exciting, dynamic, and to some extent affordable. Those are things that Worcester can absolutely provide, and 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 and, and some of our communities. So, you know, relatively relative to Boston, so. We have some 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 things happening, but we've got to for this industry with the amount of money that's pouring into it right now, most of it from the private sector. Uh, government funding is important and and plays a role, but but Joe Boncori pointed out, uh, you know, I, I think it was 80, 90 percent of the, the funding that goes into these companies come from from the private side. Speed to market is key, and they want so having facilities that they can move quickly on. To do that research and development of biomanufacturing is important because they're competing against other companies in the space. So speed to market is really critical. Yeah, and that and you've said it, a, you know, forever. It's that combination of you know pad ready sites, transportation, you know, um, entertainment. It all really dovetails to, together. Yeah, uh, but the one thing we we clearly have to do is 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 if we can create more employees in the space. You know, working with our young people uh, and 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 worker retraining—that's an advantage as well. And maybe give them a nice condo to buy in the, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the condo, yeah, that's you know both on the affordable side, and if they're in the company for a while, and maybe you've got some stock, maybe then that they can they can upgrade to the uh, high end ones. But uh, yeah, it, it all kind of interrelates. But the, that workforce training and having the pad ready sites, we know that life sciences companies that have come to Worcester have generally had success and they and their employees have enjoyed being here. We just need to create more workers and more and more locations for them to grow. And it's a story that's uh, that's going to continue and a, a theme that I think we'll be hearing for a very long time. That is Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. I'm Dave Norman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette. Tim, will do it again real soon. Absolutely. Thanks.